Another episode of Two Men No Hope. I'm tired. My name's Daniel, and I'm with Peppy Jamie. <laughs> you sounded Mexican. Peppy Jamie. Hey, Holmes. Hey. <laughs> Bit of casual racism there. No, I'm not that bad. Yeah. No, I'm not that. I'm in a mood, everyone, just for the sake of it, because I overslept from a nap, which ruined all my plans, and now I can't get them back. I can't get them back. And you end Jamie. up having a strange dinner again, once again. Three Kit Kats and a bowl of chips. Well, I've got nothing else, Jamie. I'm trying to eat better. And <laughs> that's and, eating better. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm trying. Well, that's all I had left. I don't. I don't buy bad food, which is the easiest food, because of that reason. And then I got up, and I'm like, great. I've got mm. 20 minutes. I can't make my normal. I was going to have like chicken, sweet potato, and something else. That's going to take at least half an hour. I would have said to you, oh, we'll do it 20 minutes earlier and then we'll come off earlier. That's what I would have done. No, because I'm, I'm starving. I Because I'm trying mm. not to snack. So I got home and I went straight to bed to stop myself snacking. So I got up and I'm starving. <clears throat> this, is why, this is why I'm angry. I'm angry with <laughs> myself, James, internally that I'm now projecting <laughs> into this podcast. I'm, I'll be okay. I might be a bit... A bit... Uh, another 10 minutes of... Crabbiness, but I'll be you okay. can't be as angry as I was yesterday, Dan, when I discovered that one of my purchases again had gone terribly wrong. When if that had happened today, I would this beginning of this podcast <laughs> would be completely different. <laughs> <laughs> you and your obsessive yeah, TikTok. So I basically, uh, I des- I decided. Well, I figured out that I could buy an air fryer. I'll start off with the positives. I figured out I could buy an air fryer, even though I've already got one, but I bought it for work for £8. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to try it and see if I can buy it. So I bought it, and then that opened up the world of TikTok shop to me, and then I went in. But before you move on, that that explain the £8 thing to me, because that felt to me like a con, because I later on went on there to see how much you paid for it, and it was a completely different price. No, it was £8. But when I looked on there, it was twenty seven, twenty two. Yeah, because you have to be a first time buyer. So all these people on TikTok that are like, run to the TikTok shop is eight pound. Yeah, if it, if I've already bought something, that's then not eight pound. No, me. because I've already bought it. But if if someone had never bought anything on TikTok shop before, it would have been eight pound on the deal. Well, I think all these TikTokers should be saying that. Quick, everyone, run to the TikTok shop. If you've never bought anything before, this one's £8. What they should also do, Dan, is when I'm uh, clicking on... <laughs> I've got a video of a mat that is bigger than someone's living room, yeah? Or a rug. And uh, I get it. And when it arrives, it's not much bigger than my Jack Russell. I think you definitely made a mistake. Because when I looked at your purchase, it's I, I, I thought to myself, I was like... Oh, Jamie didn't buy the big one. I clicked the link in the video. And it went to that. I didn't even look at dimensions. Again, I've fucked up. This is the second time in five years that I've I've attempted to buy a rug online on the cheap. And I've managed to 
get a fucking rug that's no much bigger than my fucking dog. And Charlotte, when Charlotte saw it, <laughs> she was just cracked up laughing. To make it even worse is I moved all of my furniture in the living room before I unrolled it. So, yeah, look, you can see. I don't know if you can see far away. You can see the, the rug. I didn't look very at the big. picture, Dan. I didn't look at the picture. I clicked on the video and <laughs> like, I clicked it looks on buy, like... and that was it. <laughs> like it's the size of like a bath yeah. mat. In the in the picture, yeah. <laughs> But in the video, when she was advertising it, it's the size of the woman's living room. Oh, did you pick a size yeah. as well? I went for the biggest. Oh, okay. Oh, 80 by 160 yeah. centimetres. Which is nothing. Oh, wait, people have got pictures here in, in the reviews. Yeah, it's tiny. Yeah. Perfect for my living room. Love it. It's not you, is it? Whose living room is that small? <laughs> No one's. <laughs> just like the picture, just as described. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable! I couldn't believe it, and I was like, Rocco sat on it instantly as well, and I was just literally sitting there, and I was, I was getting more and more every time I glanced over, and looked at it, I was getting more and more angry, and then I put, I put all <laughs> of the furniture back, I put my old mat back down, I put all the furniture back. And then I text Charlotte of the the picture I sent you of Rocco sitting on it, mm-hmm. and she was like, "I can't believe you've done it again." I was like, "I know, I've done it again." There's one, there's one here that says, "Really disappointed with length." We'll be giving to a local charity. Giving to a local charity. I, I'm going to burn mine in the garden. <laughs> it's going to be burnt. <laughs> I love reading people's people's things. Uh, comments haven't used this item yet but happy with the rug for the price I paid how can you be happy with it if you're not she's used got a it shop. you fucking donut yeah she's going to be shot when she opens it up and it's fucking, the size it's, supposed it's to like be. a fucking tea towel <laughs> it's exactly as it looks but the sizing is quite small yeah In one of the videos I clicked on for it, the woman actually disappears into the back of the mat. It's that big. Like, she could, you can't see her. That's why it's all a scam. You wait till we get... What do you say? We need a thousand hmm. followers to sell stuff on TikTok. I'm going to be fucking whitewashing everyone. You wait on this be thing. grifting gonna... people on <laughs> fucking TikTok. <Yeah. laughs> we'll get emails in from the listeners just purely on my recommendations for the TikTok shop. When it happened to me a few years ago when I lived in the flat, I bought... The, that map was even smaller. That was a doormat that I had actually ordered. <laughs> and I bought that from Amazon and someone stole my package. Oh, yeah. yeah they, saying. They, they stole the package. And then I fought to get a new, uh, another one sent out to me saying that I hadn't received it. It arrived and it had felt on the bottom of it. So when you stood on it, it just flew away like Aladdin's carpet. <laughs> it was unbelievable. <laughs> I remember you saying about, uh, like, enjoy the fucking mat, you dickheads. Yeah. You stole it. You found out oh, how big it mate. was. <laughs> and the thing is, with this one, I thought it's supposed to be anti-slip as well. Is it fuck? That's a load of shit. Even when you buy the little squares yourself, they're not anti-slip either. 
Like Rocco ran and was chasing his ball earlier, and he just got folded up into it and fucking flew into his his bed <laughs> at the end of it. I was like, I need to pick it you're up. Better off just, just fucking me angry. You're better off just screwing him into the fucking floor on the corners. I'm gonna fucking burn it, Dan. It's getting burnt. I might wait till we come down and we'll do a burning. Yeah, ceremony. I might wait. Yeah, I might do. We'll do a live, a live. Uh, stream of of all of us. I don't know what it will be like though. It might kill us with like the fumes. Oh, well, like, all the fumes <laughs> coming off it. Or it won't burn. It'll be like some fucking magic rug and it won't burn. Yeah, TikTok's not allowing it. It's, it's made eight pound, made from the most it's like made by fabrics. Chinese children. <laughs> Unbelievable, man! I just like once again, I've been. I, well, I'm officially now banned from. Ordering anything with any dimensions at all. Yeah, I can't do that. I I ordered a poster once and it came A4. Oh, mate. I had I had a frame. I don't know how I managed to buy a frame and still got the dimensions. Oh, wrong. well, you bought a separate and frame. It came and it... Yeah, yeah, because I was like, oh man, this will, this will look excellent. <laughs> <laughs> it was right in the center of this massive frame. Fucking stupid. I probably still got it somewhere because I'm a hoarder. Mate. Dimensions, you know what I mean? Can't live with them. Pisses me off, man. <laughs> I um, I finally got my hair cut. Oh, yes. For the listeners. The listeners have won. Won their argument. They, well, it wasn't really an argument. It was like a... I don't know. I've never really done anything with my mm. hair. <clears throat> I think that's why I was really sort of like sceptical of doing it. And then there's that whole thing as well as like, what if I do something with it and I don't like yeah. it? I've just paid someone money. Was that because yeah. on the video it said lost my barber virginity? Was that the first? That's not the first time you've been to a barber, is it? I've I've been in a barber. I went into one with like Jim when, it, when I went for his wedding. Yeah, I've never had my hair cut by anyone but my mum. Oh really? Yeah, because yeah, my dad man. was always like shave it off mm. and i've just stuck with it and i had really like crazy curly hair yeah when i was younger when all my my hormones and that were active <laughs> now that i'm old and placid like my hair doesn't do nothing it's flat, just but... gone limp <laughs> yeah yeah because i said to him i showed him a picture of what i wanted and i was like i don't know if i've got enough hair for this and he goes oh we'll see how we can do and then he goes to me later on yeah your hair's a bit flat isn't it i'm like yep <laughs> beautiful, beautiful curls that I was embarrassed by when I was younger, and now it's nothing. Could always um, get a perm. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Um, but yeah, I was gonna do like a whole, a whole thing because I was told that it was like busy in there. Mm. So I said to Spina, I was like, "Oh, we'll go in. I'll just book it, and then tomorrow I can do like a, it's happening, guys. You could see the before and after. Oh yeah. And then when we went in there, it was dead. And he was like, "Oh, no, I'm not open tomorrow because apparently he's like a." A party animal. So ah, right. Even though it's on Google, he's like, oh, no, we're not open tomorrow. He's like, I could do you now, though. I was like, all right. Yeah. So I was like, boom, sat in the chair. But it was like, um, I felt once it was done, I was like, oh, yeah, I've, I, I understand now that that fresh feeling when you're like, yeah, this is banging. Yeah. I got outside and it was like Superman first getting his powers when he was a fucking teenager. <laughs> the back of my head had no idea what it was doing. It was like hot. It was cold. I was like burning up. And I'm going to Spina. Is my head red? Is is the back of my head red? And she's like, no. And I'm like, it's hot. 
like red fucking hot i couldn't control the temperature coming out the back of my head it was like a fucking broken furnace back there like obviously i was trying to like so it's only just today it's like what three three days old four days old mm. my back of my head's only just now like oh. yeah you get used to it that's the fresh feeling man the fresh he was feeling. i said to him i was like careful with me man i was like i'm a virgin and he just starts going, <laughs> like fucking hairs going everywhere. I've got my glasses off, so I can't see what's going on. Just hairs falling in front of me like Christmas. I always get, even though I trust my barber, I've had my barber now for, well, I've had two barbers over the years. Um, the guy that used to be in Luton that I used to go to before my shift changed, but now I've, my shift has changed as a guy by me. Mm. And I've always, I've, I always trust him. But when I'm halfway through a haircut and I see, like, because when you get in a fade, especially, they do, like, they go around the edge. Yeah. And uh, you look like fucking uh, Forrest Gump in it. And I'm like, mate, (laughs) if he doesn't clean up them lines. And then he always does every time. But I'm always in a slight panic that he's going to leave it. Because I'm so weird about things that I would just say, yeah, that's fine. And I'll go home and cry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I understand that as well. Yeah. Like, like, why women are like, he's ruined my hair, even though sometimes it it doesn't look like it. But um, yeah, no, it's good. I'll probably go back to him again. I'm quite enjoy it to be honest. It's nice to uh, finally be able to do something. Mm, it's quite therapeutic, isn't it? And it suits you. Well, yeah, yeah, it does. Isn't it. Not mm. that you can really see and, and thing, but yeah, he tied my beard up as well, which made me feel happy as well. So I quickly went from homeless to to mansion. <laughs> I'm getting my skin fade done Friday before I head off to my brother's stag do. Oh, yeah, you got it, you know. Going to be fresh, yeah. Fresh yeah, because I go to Prague in a couple of weeks, so I'm probably going to pop in and be like, because I'm meeting all of her family. Because mm. I said to, her, I was, uh, to Sabina, I was like, oh, I'll go in and I'll top it up. She's like, you don't have to. And I'm like, it's the first time I'm meeting and I've got a pretty fresh look going on. I was like, I'm going to top that up. There's no way I'm going all that way and not. Yeah, I try to maintain like every three weeks because then it makes it. Uh, um, you don't grow back too much. I can imagine it looks quite weird as well, like with the top of your head's really long and the back of your head's a bit odd. It's not too bad, but I struggle with when as soon because when you've had the skin, well now you you will know now you've had a skin fade. It starts like it's it's really clean cut on the day. And then the mm. next like week, you, you're almost back to like normal stubble on the side. And then when it gets to, I can start feeling like a little bit of length here. I like start getting itchy, and I start like thinking, do I book myself in just a week and then book myself in again next week if it doesn't time right with what I'm doing and stuff? Mm. Because I can just pay for like fifteen quid and just go and get the skim fade topped up and just don't yeah, touch yeah. the top. Yeah, so it's a pain. That. Because that's what was a point of mine. Because I, I still get curly like around my ears. Yeah. And with like my hat on and stuff at work, the hair was going in my ears. It was driving me mad. Mm. Yeah. So um, a lot of hair talk today. I was um, I've been listening to Joe Rogan. Yeah. And I'm listening to like a lot of comedians come on there, and they're all saying about having bits and things like that. And I'm just like, I still don't understand how, how they come up with something that they know that's going to be funny. Obviously, years, they test years it. Of stand and, up in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what people react to. I'd love to, be able to do it, but I don't know, man. Because they're like the best um, 
the best learning performances you do as stand-up because are the ones when people don't laugh and I'm like, that would break me. Like, if I stand there and nobody laughed, I'd be like, that's it, I'm done. I'm yeah, I good. remember, I'm do you know, remember we went to the comedy club in Edinburgh and that the girl in the middle, in the middle act, she had a bit of a fumble and people did, started murmuring and didn't laugh. Yeah. You could see she like picked that right back up. Yeah. I would be like, okay guys, see you later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like like when I was talking about my, my uh when I was first learning to drive mm. and I said to my driving instructor, I'm like, if I know that I failed on my lesson, I'm just getting out of the car. He's like, You can't do that. And I was like, I paid for that lesson, I'll get out of the fucking car. I was like, I'm not joy riding this person around knowing that I'm not getting my license at the end of it, you can fuck off. That's what I'd be exactly like that. Mm. Be like people stop laughing and I'll be like, Okay, thanks for the money and then just walk away. That's what you paid for. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I think a good comedian sees the world differently. They do, yeah. And I like when you listen to like the likes of like Ramesh Ranganathan and Tom Davis and stuff, they're all very derogatory towards themselves. Mm. Like they're always very depressant towards themselves, which is very much me and you. We we talk ourselves down all the time. But they seem to be able to make that switch when they walk out onto the stage, which if I'm in a bad mood, I cannot switch out of that that quickly. No, that's what I mean. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, after like 20 minutes, I'll be all right. Mm. But that first like trying to get motivated and it's like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, because then I was like trying to think about bits, like what what I would say if I was in like stand up. Hmm. And I was like, I was thinking to myself, oh, you notice how um, all dogs must have like foot fetishes. Like they're obsessed with them. Like they steal socks, they steal, and like, and like my nan, my nan's dog used to lick her feet. Mm. It's the most disgusting thing in the world. But do you think all dogs are like bred to love feet? Is it because they're down by your feet? They're like, oh, look at that. Some big old toes on that one. And then I was thinking to myself, well, what what about when you're walking the dog? Do you think that their their popularity is how big your feet is? Like they're sitting in their little group and they'll be like, oh, how big's your, your owner's feet? And they're like, oh, he's got a size 10. Whoa. And then the little trail comes along and goes, oh, my, my owner's feet's only a size 6. Fuck off. Get out of here. Come back when you've got a size 8. That is like the most random thought process ever. Yeah, yeah. That's what I do in like nine hours of standing doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and I've just got this image in my head of like the dogs waiting for you to come home and you're like, oh, I always get the warmest welcomes from a, from my dog when I come home. But really, all they want to do is smell your feet. Yeah, they you do like the door, feet, And they're like, oh, take your shoes off, take your shoes off, take your shoes off. And they're like, and their tails are wagging and you're like, oh, they're so happy to see me. And they're like, you better stop for Starbucks to get that a couple of hours of sweat in your feet. <laughs> take it off, take it off. They're like sniffing really heavily around your feet. Dirty bastards. <laughs> Dirty bastards. Dogs are fucking disgusting, man. They are disgusting, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can still remember uh, my nan's dog was called Tessa and she used to take her shoes off after like, because she used to walk every, she couldn't drive. Mm. So she would like walk to town, well you know that, she lived in the village and then walk back and she'd like stand and do all the dinner and stuff like that and then she would sit down and take her shoes off and then Tessa would be right in there between the toes. Oh, man. Yeah, and I'm like, you're a fucking minging dog. And then like they'd lick your face. You're like, dogs are minging. 
<laughs> but yeah, anyway, that's my thought process. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was laughing. Uh, I went. I said in the in Monday's conspiracy. No, fucking time travel. Last Monday's uh, conspiracy theory that I went to a party and and um, I was just plugging the fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like full fucking whack yeah because one i was because it i go out with them um sabina's mates we've been to like they came over and we had like a ball game night and we like we oh, do yeah. quite a lot with them yeah and it was his birthday and we did like a surprise thing but obviously they're all his friends so at first i felt really sort of like out i just sort of stood on the outside yeah and then one by one they all sort of came over and spoke to me they're all really nice guys like it was a really good night and um, and I was just using ammo from the podcast. It was like fucking. That is the stand-up. Just all I have to do is just recite things that we say on here, and I know <laughs> they're gonna get lost. And the guy come out, and um, they were saying to him like, "Why are you in there so long?" He was, like, "I was taking a shit." And he and then he started talking about wiping, and I was like, "Oh, we were talking about that on the podcast." I was like, "My mate makes himself a little tissue mitt." <laughs> and he was like cracking up and then the other guy come over and I was talking to him about um, something I can't remember a conspiracy episode that you're talking about and he's like oh man I love a conspiracy theory so then I got like, a whole fucking room and every time I was like oh yeah we did that on the podcast oh yeah 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 we do that on a Monday oh on a Wednesday I do this oh and then on the Friday <laughs> it's like the whole night plugging plugging away that's what we've got to do that's what we've got to do get that bank but I understand why people are like so because everyone in their fucking mum's got a podcast. Yeah, they have. Yeah, especially. Yeah, so I understand. All since lockdown, a lot of comedians were given the option to either write a book or start a podcast because they can't do any stand up. Mm-hmm. So that's why there's been a massive increase since lockdown. Yeah, and that's why people are like sick of it. Like, oh, let me guess, you've got a podcast? I'm like, yeah, I have. Yeah, it's pretty good actually. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> well we've had a podcast that's pretty it's it's not like a fresh out the gate one it's we've been going for like a year so pretty established now do you know what I mean well it was pretty good from the beginning I keep looking at we had a massive jump in listens today oh really yeah yeah like I got in my car and I was like because obviously you know what I'm like now my habits and uh, I was like oh I have a quick look and boom and I was like holy shit like I had a quick look again <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's pretty good. Um, but yes, oh no, I've got to find that. Where's the? My mum's gone on a cruise today. Cruise? Yeah, Mediterranean cruise. She's had to fly to Spain, somewhere in Spain. Oh yeah, we were looking to do that. Yeah, and she's got it's cost a cruises are such a fucking rip off, man. Like, if if I ever had a lot of money beside my cult, I would own a cruise ship because you pay you pay for your room, and then obviously if you want a better room, you have to pay more money. That's standard. I get that. Everyone has to be tipped. All the workers have to be tipped. So you can either take money with you and tip them, or you can buy a tip packet where you pay all your tips already and that gets disputed then you've got to buy your drinks so if you want if you want like a moderate drink package 
where you get like two drinks a day. Who has that when you're on a cruise? That's fucking ridiculous. Or you can have like full whack. Then you've got your dinner packages. Then you've got your excursion packages. And then you've got um, activities on the boat packages. It's like, so what if I just want to be on the fucking boat? I can't do anything. You don't let me eat. You don't let me drink. No one will help me because I won't tip them. So I always assumed that uh, cruise ships would be like all inclusive. No. No? No. Not even fucking close. Who you got to tip though? I wouldn't tip no one. Everyone. Fuck Everyone that works there, you're supposed to tip if you don't buy a tip packet. That's mental, isn't it? Yeah. Like that, they're there working. They they live on a boat. They get all their food for free, and they're getting paid. And I'm still supposed to fucking tip them. You having a nah, fucking laugh in you? Cruising the world, and I'm tipping them. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like some obviously, I'm not a massive against tipping. Like if you do a good job in a restaurant and stuff like that, I'm happy to tip. But I'm not going to pay for a holiday where you're at work. Getting everything for free, spending no money, and I'm supposed to pay you more. Yeah, nah, it's fucking insane. Yeah, when I was looking before, it was like an all inclusive, all inclusive package, drinks and food, and then we could choose to pay for extra for the restaurants if we wanted to. I bet when you sit down, I bet they'd be like, "Oh, but do you want this as well? And do you want that as well?" Maybe, possibly. And then you got obviously like if you want to get off the boat, you got to pay for all of that. Mum's going to like Pompeii and Venice, and <laughs> which made me laugh because on Joe Rogan's today, or not today, I was listening to me had um, oh the Jewish comedian um, Air, Ari oh Ari Shafira yeah, and he was like oh Venice is amazing, but you've got to pick your times to go there because now they allow cruise ships to dock there. He's like, it's just a shit show. It's like, it could be the most beautiful place. And then in a second, there's like a thousand people. More than that. They've got this fucking cruise shit. And Joe Rogan's like, yeah, I know. We were on a gondola and we were in a fucking a queue on the on the water. There were so many people in these boats. There was no water. It was just Fuck boats. Fucking hell, man. He's like, it was the most unromantic thing I've ever done. And I'm just like, ah, that's mum in about <laughs> two days when she gets the fucking bed in. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, we always find a thing to ruin it. But apparently um, there's been a couple cruise ships crashing into like the harbours in Venice. So they're talking about whether or not to... Um, they love the money from the cruise ships, but they don't like the all the trouble. Well, I can imagine it's a fucking massive boat and I can't imagine Venice has got a huge harbour. I can imagine it's quite small. No. I just... Oh, I don't know. Looks like a nice place, but I just imagine it being really fishy. I don't know why. Fishy, yeah, because it's water, isn't it? Like everywhere's water. It's floating. Is it? It's not floating. It's above water, though. But it's like it's not land, is it? Yeah, but it, well, it's uh, like a mixture. It's like there's a lot of canals, basically, essentially. Hmm. Nah, not my cup of tea. I'd much rather go to like Athens or go see like the Colosseum or something. Hmm. Colosseum's yeah. alright. You get absolutely molested by fucking um, little like ticket people trying to get you to fucking get in on them. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's about because there's no like actual official like tours. There's just hundreds of fucking like Somalian guys doing tours, <laughs> and then like you just walk up and then you just get herded together like a bunch of cattle, and then like they're just like. 
have you paid? Have you paid? Have you paid? Come in this way. Come in this way. And then they're like, fuck off. And they run with like a stick. And you've got to follow him into the fucking Coliseum. It's a right night But once I was in there, I just fucking detached myself from the group and just went off and did what I wanted. Yeah, I'd be like, no, I'm not paying you nothing, mate. I was, um, I don't think I've spoken on, on here. Um, there was a couple at work that went to Turkey. Mm. And I was like, oh, how was it? And they were like, was it, I was talking to you about it? And, um, she was like, oh, yeah, it was really good. But when you're in the markets, they just don't fucking leave you alone. They're like grabbing you and pulling you into shops. I'm like, I'm fucking swinging. Someone puts their hands on me, man. I don't like that. That's why, like, when I get to a lot of holiday destinations, they did it to me in Crete, uh, not Crete, Rhodes. Um, When they say to me, like, one of the excursions would be like, oh, you can spend a day down the local market. I never go to the fucking local market. Because every time I've been talked into that, it's happened when I was young and naive. I get there and they're just like absolutely on top of you. And I, that's not my deal, isn't it? I don't do shit like that. So I'm not interested in shopping anyway because I've, I've barely come over with the amount that I'm allowed in my suitcase anyway. I've just about <laughs> made it. <laughs> There's no room for my, to me buy shit and bring back. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> there's no need for it. I'm not, yeah, I'm not one for the local markets. No, you never. Put your no hands matter on what me, country, I mean. put my hands on you. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. I made me laugh as well because when you were posting all those photos from Rhodes, Spina kept going. He's wearing black again. I was like, I know. It could be blistering fucking hot. And Jamie's wearing black shorts, a black top, and a black hat. Yep, I'm I'm partially goth. <laughs> partially goth. <laughs> now nah, a lot of the time I I would always wear a black t-shirt, but I would have a uh, different colour shorts on, but. I'm not uh, I'm not one for like going around wearing like a fucking. Do you know when you see geezer and he's wearing like a fucking like flower top or something? I'm not that type of guy. Or what I really hate, my pet hate when I go abroad, is fat British guys wearing football tops, like a 2008 oh, yeah. fucking David Beckham top. Yeah, that he he bought in 2008 <laughs> when he was that size. And he's squeezed and he himself into it. into it, and he looks like a slim jim. <laughs> Fucking, it. it looks like. A, do you know what he looks like? When when you like get like the deformed sausage in the pack, that's what he looks like. It's like you know smushed and fucking. It's all smushed in the corner, yeah, and just misshapen. <laughs> and there's always about eight blokes like that in every hotel I go to. I'm just I like, I'll, I'll always want to go to Benidorm, and I think that's what that looks like. That, yeah, the whole of Benidorm would look like that. Yeah. 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 At that and like when people tan so much they look like a brown leather bag. Um, Joe Rogan was talking about Joe Rogan. He was talking about that. He goes, "How comes um, people can't do blackface, but they can they can bronze?" It's like mm. they're looking, they're trying to look Brazilian. It's like, why is that all right? Yeah. For a woman to bronze herself, but you can't do blackface. There was one woman when I was in a um, away, and she was tanning that much that her body had gone like burgundy. Oh. And it was like shiny. It looked like when you're overdone pork. Oh. It was really strange. And she's walking around and she had, like, her face was like, she looked like fucking Gandhi with her fucking (laughs) wrinkles on her face. And she she was like the colour of a fucking, like a, a textbook from school. It was awful. 
fucking yeah. you just look at some people and you're like you've got skin cancer yeah yeah. If you haven't, it's like coming. you're a marvel, they they it's need to coming. remove your skin and study it. Yeah. For why you haven't got skin cancer. <laughs> um, okay, so please remember that all the opinions in the show are those of the hosts, and should only be taken as food for thought. We're in no way telling you to do anything. Everything is kept anonymous for the safety of the listeners, and no information is shared to anyone else. If you are easily offended by people's opinions and views, and thank you for making it this far, but this is not the podcast for you. And please enjoy the show. Not that you haven't been enjoying the 30 minutes of us moaning. <laughs> yeah, we we went through a trial and tribulation. Started off with TikTok purchases, went to... Haircuts. Haircuts. Dogs loving feet. Um, right, episode 80. I always like to double check that I've put the, the right amount of emails in my... Uh, my little labels. <laughs> uh, hey boys, thanks for you and your guests on the advice given. It made me feel a lot better about my situation. About men and their personal hygiene. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've met a new guy and it seems promising, so I'm hoping it all goes well. I don't want to come across too keen, but he can't see me as much as it as I would like because he has a daughter. And he doesn't introduce new people to her unless he knows they're going to be serious. It's just been under a month, and I feel although it's time, it, I feel although it's time so we can spend more time together. And now I can't. Uh, now I can get to know his daughter. Any advice will be helpful. Thank you. That's still quite early. Less than a month. It is very early. I think. Yeah. I think you need to be a bit more patient there. To be fair. Yeah. I think. I think six, seven months is... All right, Jamie, fucking hell. You want to go backwards? Huh? <laughs> so, I mean, like, say, even if, like, you saw her, like, once every couple of weeks, I mean, I'd say three months would be all right. That'd be, like, what, six or se- six to eight dates? Possibly, yeah, but I think you need to be 100% on that person to introduce them to your kid. I think I it's a a right thing to do huh I think it's a right thing to do yeah it is yeah definitely hmm like I know um, there's a girl that I used to work with and she would be going out with someone for like six months before she'd actually introduce him to the her young boy mm-hmm and she some a lot of the time would have split up with that person before that six months and she's glad that she didn't for one reason or another, she's glad that she didn't like mix the two. Yeah, and get like the kids' hopes up that there's gonna be because obviously the partner is gonna always the make an effort with the kid, so it will be like heartbreaking to the kid as well if something happens to happen in the relationship. I was used to just be a pain in the ass, and Mum used to bring guys back. <laughs> just be a little bastard. Um. I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, no, I think um, I think you're right. Like, but yeah, I think as well. This shows um, shows your character to him. Yeah. As well, I think if you're going to like keep bringing it up, or and, and, uh, fair enough, obviously it's a new relationship and you got you want to see each other. But I think as well, you've got to sort of show that you're patient and understanding. I think if I had a daughter. 
and I would obviously do the same th- a daughter, a son or a daughter, and I would do the same thing and be like, oh, I'm not gonna have you round. But then if if I kept getting messages like, oh, you know, make it trying to make me feel guilty for not spending more time together. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I'd be like, I don't really want to. I've got so much to do and look after my child. I don't really need need someone guilt tripping me into to trying to see them more. Yeah, it could possibly go that way and it ends up being a negative thing in his eyes rather yeah. than... Because obviously our listener's got the best intentions and doesn't see it, it her splitting up with this guy and stuff. But this guy could have introduced someone too early in the past and it's it's panned out badly. Like yeah. There's a lot of variations that could happen. And I don't know. Like obviously I have no... Um, experience in this whatsoever because my, like my parents were always together so I, I've never dealt with that as a kid Jamie I've, and he's happy as childhood well as happy as you can be <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, just rubbing it in every chance you get there. <laughs> just, just get that salt and lime out just you know what I mean <laughs> um and then, like, obviously, I've never dealt with... I've never... I don't think I've... I had a casual thing with a girl that had a young kid once. Like, She was, like, a young mum. But that oh, yeah. was, like... I, I literally just slept with her three or four times and didn't think much more of it. But, like, that... The kid didn't come into my mindset at that time because I was, only like, in my early... Very early 20s, I think at the time but um yeah it shows you you want the commitment i think you just need to be patient with the with the guy and just think think about how he's pursuing it and like maybe question the fact that has he introduced someone before and it's gone wrong um i think if you show maturity over the situation and just be don't let him ride it out forever because some guys will just let it be a situation where he's comfortable in the situation like how it is and yeah. doesn't want to change it but kind of just say to him like oh how many months in do you think we'll be before we can do this see i wouldn't even go that far i would probably like i would leave it three or four months and then try and be like oh why don't we go out for lunch and you can bring so and so and like make it like go to like a uh, somewhere where like the adventure like parks and things yeah depending on how idea. old the kid is and be like well then me and you could spend time together and the kid couldn't like go off and play and it's sort of like it's like a neutral sort of exciting place to meet someone yeah you know what I mean? but yeah you know you've got to trust that because obviously the only thing he's going to do is have his kids interested before anyone else's yeah, if you, and um, that's just the way it is, isn't it? When you get with someone yeah. that's already got previous kids, but then that just shows that that's you know. I, I mean, if I've dated a few people, and my ex, I think, oh man, I must have met, met her kid like three days after pumping her. <laughs> what a way to the fucking word it. <laughs> well. You say dating, but we're just like, yeah, that's what it was, wasn't it? And then it was like, yeah. do you want to come over mine? I was like, okay. And then, boom, there's a kid. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> it's like, Did you know you the know kid mean? was going to be there? Yeah, yeah, but it was like thrown. It wasn't like, oh, here's my kid. And then he's going out with my mum. It was like, here's my kid. 
let's go for a walk. Let's go up the, the up to the field. And it's like, I've just spent a whole day with someone else's kid and I've no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, everyone's like obviously different parents and stuff like that. And you can sort of judge a person's character by the, by the way they have people around their child. So to yeah. me, this guy sounds, you know what I mean? Like he's doing the right thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I just like I said, just keep in mind that obviously, like Jamie says, you don't want him to drag the f- out till till like the ends of the earth. But you got to be careful when bringing it up because it's going to put a lot more stress because he's already worried about it. And if um, you keep bringing it up, that could end up being a bit of a I hate that word ick. Why? Come, is the, what was the old term for it? Red flag. No, that's gay as well. Yeah, it could put him off. I'm not going to use those fucking terrible terms. I hate that. There's this funny guy on TikTok that every time a video comes up where a woman's like, Do you see what was the last one I saw? Oh, this guy goes to this woman, what's a red flag for you? Oh, no, what's, what's an ick for you? And she goes, um, a guy that, what was it? Something like a guy that showers bare feet or something. And they were like, what? And then what he does is the guy takes the video, moves it. Oh, yeah, like, I've seen that, yeah. And he rolls down the list of, like, all the icks, and then he writes it at the bottom. I'm like, that's fucking brilliant. Because so, there's some ridiculous so one. Ridiculous. I see one where a girl was like, oh, when a man, um, my biggest ick is when a man decides that he's going to have a heart attack halfway through <laughs> a football match or something. And, I was like, and then he just supported to the side and put, don't die. <laughs> <laughs> I think another one was um, a woman hates it when a guy trips over and, but doesn't quite fall over and saves himself. She found that quite unattractive. Oh, so, what, so you, you want him to trip over and smash his face on the floor? That's less. That's more attractive than saving it. It's See, like, this oh. is the problem with twenty twenty three, man. Like we've got people got people have been given too much rope. Yeah, yeah. They've got too much opinion. There should not be this much amount of opinion coming out of these fucking idiots' mouths. Everyone is going to do something at some point where you're going to go a bit like, oh, I didn't like that. But that's just people. That's not everyone. People doing that for years. Those, you know what I mean? Brad Pitt could do something that's completely unattractive, but he can't help that. <laughs> it's like I see there's a video of what I would only describe as a wildebeest. Yeah. Um, oh, it's not that Gorlock yeah. something wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this is a guy that's transitioned into a woman. Um, oh, is it a bloke? Yeah, it's a tra- it's a transsexual. Oh, man, I thought um, it was just a really unfortunate woman. Yeah. If it was a woman, I would be a little bit more um, thing about it. But he sat there, or she sat there using... Uh, I don't know, he... Uh, is it she? They... <laughs> uh, whatever the pronouns will be um they sat there at, on this podcast and he's and she, and they <laughs> and oh they, i know the one you're gonna say about, about they were like oh, i'm a 10 out of 10 i'm a bad bitch <laughs> i'm i was like 10 out of 10 either audacity <laughs> 10 out of 10 there's a lot of women that are absolutely beautiful that are not 10 out of 10s because of like i don't their, think anyone's a 10 out of 10 you have to be all. You have to be beautiful and have an amazing personality to be a yeah. ten out of ten. There's no. I think if you someone it's was near, like, "I'm a ten out of ten, it's like, all right, mate. Like yeah. you can't see your own flaws if you think you're a ten out of ten. Like 
I'm all about self-confidence, yeah. But there's a difference between self-confidence and delusion, yeah. I'm not going to sit on this podcast and say to people, I'm a 10 out of 10 looking guy. It's not going to happen. <laughs> now, I would even say I'm a fucking a clean eight. I would say I'm a, mi- a mid-table guy, yeah. I'm like the Everton when I got Premier up at that League. barber seat. I fucking yeah. looked at myself and I was I was all night. Every time I went to the toilet, I was like, yeah. Yeah, I told you, changes your life. <laughs> Good skin fade changes your life. <laughs> but yeah, I yeah, couldn't believe it. I on... did feel I did feel sorry for them. They uh, her um because they went on to Aiden Ross did a thing with Aiden Ross recently. That's all over TikTok at the minute, and they're oh, absolutely was, yeah. like basically bullying her. I feel sorry for her in that way, but um, was it something about? Tipping her three pounds and putting it through the slot of her teeth or something. Yeah, like <laughs> throwing a nickel through the gap of her teeth. <laughs> yeah. Because um, as I've maintained this, don't trust a person that's got a gap in their teeth, Dan. I've got, there's two rules in my world, yeah. A person that's got a gap in their teeth, you don't trust them. And if someone's over the age of 25 and does not drive, there's something wrong. Fuck you. Fuck what? you. I didn't drive till I was 27. Well, you you were marginally there. You were learning. Oh, you're a you're a massive. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need to drive. I still got my hole without driving, so that says something. Thank you very much. The thing is, you didn't need to, did you? At the time, no, Luton, you don't really need to. No. no, just walk everywhere. But there's quite a few people that have proved that fucking theory right in the last recent years that I've known. <laughs> I don't trust anyone, Jamie. That's my rule. <laughs> Don't trust anyone. <laughs> no one can be trusted. DTA. Um, what? DTA. Don't trust anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just be patient. Like, it's hard when you first meet someone because obviously you want to spend all the time in the world together. But just keep in mind that he's doing the best for his his child, and mm. that you know if if you're patient and things are still going well. And it's better to go slowly. You'll, be- you'll build a better relationship that way than jump in first, head first in. He- What's up? Jump in head first. Yeah. Um, you're, yeah, your relationship will be stronger because you've taken that time and you won't become sort of like so reliant on each other. So just in- enjoy it. You know, every time you meet up, just make it, make sure you're doing something, you know, interesting, not just wasting it. Yeah, yeah if good. anything, it should help build your relationship. Yeah, much better to go smaller. Fuck it. The amount of times I've ran in head first, and then two years down the line, I'm like, what have I done? Need to chop my fucking head off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, then I, I'm very hard at balancing. So after that, I was like, I'm going to go really slow. And then it was, and then I went so slow that the person didn't even know I was there. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, no, you'll be fine. And if not, we're always here. <laughs> that sounds really sad, doesn't it? Me and Jamie are never going anywhere. <laughs> They're going to be right here in this We're chair. We're always going to be here. <laughs> <Forever. Yeah. laughs> like a reliant old dog. Uh, right. I have to keep stop moving out of the way of the microphone. Um, I need like a big... I, I thought about seeing if I could get one of them um, things that news reporters use that like the words come up. What's oh, it called? a teleprompter teleprompter yeah put it at the back wall and see if i can program it so i could read the emails at a distance that'd be pretty cool yeah get an old an old one you hear it in the background 
Great. <laughs> you might be able to use like your projector. I don't know if the room is big enough though. Yeah, I could do. Or I could just use my fucking monitor like a sensible person and just have it on there. PowerPoint presentation. Um, hey, gentlemen. Uh, thanks for the sound advice and I'm making slow steps in the right direction. The other half is very off of me still, but it's getting better. Um, oh, it's the one that posted an old video on Facebook. And oh, yeah, fucking yeah. hell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have a wedding coming up next week and I'm considering staying sober for the event and driving us home. This would always be a hard no for me, but in the light of recent events, I think it may be for the better. What do you guys think? Weddings are a difficult party to be sober at, don't you think? Would you go sober to help mend the bridges? Many thanks as always. Uh, I would hate going to a wedding sober, but if I was in your position, I would possibly do it. I would 100% stay sober. Yeah. 100%. Because if you get go there and you're like, oh, I'm going to have a drink because it's a wedding... She's not going to drink because she thinks that she can't trust you not to make an idiot of yourself. Now you're ruining her day. Yeah. And if it's a... Well, he hasn't specified, but if it's a family event and not like a friend's wedding, some of the people that that saw your Facebook are going to be there. So you you don't want to be explaining yourself half cut. (laughs) Yeah. And I tell you right now as well, if I got drunk, I'd be telling everyone, trying to... I'm, I'm like, in my head, I'm drunk and I'm like, Right, this is the perfect opportunity now. I can go fix all these different things. And in the end, I've just made myself a bigger hole. Yeah, and then you'll be known as the guy that put the nudes on fucking Facebook. <laughs> yeah. And that almost sounds impressed with himself because he went around telling everyone about it. He was like, did you see my backstroke? <laughs> <laughs> Look at my piece I whipped out. Nah, fuck that. Imagine standing next to the fucking um, the bride's dad talking about your things on Facebook. Hmm. Nah, fuck that. No, I think staying sober is a good idea. And I think if you've already thought about it, I think that's a good step because obviously you you know it's probably for the best. <laughs> we ain't going to tell you to go there and get hammered. No, definitely not. Like, I'm a big advocate for enjoying yourself and stuff, but at the t- at this point, point in your life, when you fucked up as bad as you did, I think the best thing for you to do is to keep a clear mind. Definitely. Yeah. And like I said, if if you're not getting drunk, she doesn't feel like she has to maybe worry about it. Yeah. yeah. So you're basically saying to her, like, you go have a good time. And as my punishment, I'm going to make sure you get home okay and nothing goes wrong. Yeah. And hopefully you're a good enough person when you say it because I'm a miserable bastard. If I'm in like a pub or something <laughs> and everyone else is drinking, I, I do not want to be there. So just try and not be in that mindset that I would be in. Do as I say, not as I do, as we've said before on the pod. Yeah, I would just be stuffed in my face. Be like, oh, is that another tray coming past? Just leave that there, mate. It's okay. <laughs> be that sad, depressed guy in the corner with like seven empty trays of canapes. <laughs> I'm just like, why is Dan eating so much? Well, he sent news yeah. on Facebook a couple of months ago. <laughs> and now he can't drink. And then you'd be like, where's Dan gone? Oh, he's eating loads of things he can't. So now he's sitting on the toilet. He's ruined his day. <laughs> That'd be it. But no, it's, I, yeah, definitely. I, I don't know if I've ever cocked up so much that I've had to sort of like do something like that. I've got um, my my brothers, Logan, my youngest brother, who's just his birthday was the other day. Yeah, has only just got his first job, and Toby is tighter than a that's nasty. Like you couldn't 
pry the money out of his cold dead hands. That's how tight he is. So like uh, Logan's mate Kyle's turning 18 and he's invited us all to the party, which is, it was not that far. It's like, um, it's like a two minute drive for me. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, I'd be more than happy to come. So we were at the restaurant the other day and I was, I was like, oh, we'll just get a taxi. And both of them at the same time were like, do you know how much a taxi costs? And I was like, yeah, it'd be like a tenner. No, it won't. It'd be like £400. I'm like, what fucking century do you live in that it's going to cost £400 to get a fucking taxi? <laughs> and then and then um, Logan's like, oh, Uber it. And I was like, you can't get Uber in Glen Roffice. We're in the fucking sticks. Like, they don't even know what Uber is. No, and it's then, not reached you yet. No, and then Toby's like, oh, I wonder if I'll get caught if I can have a couple of drinks and drive. And I'm like, I'm not letting you... Fu- I'm, what kind of brother would let my other brother drive fucking drunk, Toby? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. So it's going to end up in me fucking paying for it, isn't it? So I'm going to have to do some phone calls tomorrow and figure out... Yeah, but between the three of this... you, it'll be next to nothing. Yeah, and Sabina. And Yeah, four, four of, of you then. Be next to nothing. Exactly. I'm be not like going to an 18th. Maybe. I'm 36. I'm not going to an 18th sober. That's not happening. No. Kyle's a really nice guy, and I really like him because I invited him out for the meal for my birthday. Mm. So I'm happy to go, but there's no fucking way. No fucking way. No, I wouldn't be doing it either. There's no fucking no. way I'd do it. I like honestly. I think like between four people, the most you're gonna pay is like twenty quid each way or twenty five quid each way. And between four people, that's like ten pound each. I was fucking. I can't imagine because you know where I live. Like you know where Mum lives, so you'd have to go to Mum. Literally down like two minutes down the road to pick me up. And then two minutes down the road again to pit top opposite the, the venue. Yeah, but yeah, it's not even. You wouldn't even be paying twenty quid each way. No, it'd be like five quid each max. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna make a few calls. I'll tell you right now if they're not gonna, because obviously I went out the other day and I spent and I've got Prague coming up. I don't want to spend too much money, but I'm not going. I'll drive them there and I'll stay for like an hour, and then I'll fucking leave Logan there if that's the way it has to be. But I'm not staying there all night fucking sober. Nursing no a way. coke. No way. Not, a Not an 18th. No. Nah. I was at my cousin's 18th. I felt like I was 85. So yeah. there's no way I was going to stay sober there. No. And how am I supposed to make a tit out myself sober? It doesn't make good <laughs> pod- podcast content, does it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, Dan, how was the 18th? Oh, you know, I drank a coke and I ate some nibbles and then I came home. Just burst through the door. It was like, have you ever had a skin fade before? <laughs> new and improved Dan but um, you can still have a good time if anything just spend all the time with the kids they're all sober as well so you'll be alright yeah they're always a good laugh as well at party but keep up the good work yeah I mean it's not going to last forever A a few more good deeds like this and then it'll be forgotten and, uh, and you can go back to normal then. Definitely. Well, semi-normal. We don't want you to go down that road again. Yeah, you don't. I would delete your Facebook if I was you, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't already. <laughs> oh, mate. I'll, I think every day about deleting my Facebook. Uh, so it says, Hey, two men. The cheese story was something that made me chuckle and cringe all in one motion. I've been travelling for some time now and I'm on my way home in a few weeks but I'm struggling with the idea of living back home and picking up some seasonal work. I'm from the Isle of Wight and everyone else uh, and everyone almost knows each other there. 
And to top it off, most of the population are retired. It's just not my type of place. But for my visa to get back out east requires for me to be in my country for three months. I don't want to upset my parents by telling them I'm going to hang around for the minimum amount of time, but I can't stand the thought of being home too long. Any suggestion on how to tell them? Isle of Wight is a fucking... For anyone like um, that's not in the UK, Isle of Wight, you could drive from one side to the other in about 45 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's where is it? It's down between England and France, isn't it? I can have a look. But we always used to go there for like holidays like my granddad used to like it over there yeah and it's there's nothing there literally nothing there i've never been there in my life um you get a ferry over that's a, like it's literally an island yeah you get a ferry over nothing there i i all i can imagine of the isle of Wight is like old school britain where like they still got Woolworths and fucking <laughs> yeah basically yeah it's um it's right at the bottom it's near portsmouth right okay so it's not as south as I thought it was. But it's like, um, yeah, it's where like all the old people retire. There's nothing mm. there. You drive from, like I said, one side. When we went, the only time I really remember, because we went a few times, I remember we had like a, it was like a resort, not a resort, what's it called? Like a a park. Is it a park? Well, like a caravan park. Like a holiday Sort park. of, yeah, but they were like proper buildings. Like a chalet, uh, like a holiday park, like a chalet. Yeah, holiday park. Yeah, yeah. And um, they had a theater there. That's where I saw the Spice Girls. That's how long ago it was. The Spice Girls movie I saw there. Fucking hell! But I remember like <laughs> that's the only thing I remember from that weekend in that place because I remember we went to the seaside once, mm. and then I just hung around the holiday park and went to the cinema to watch stuff like that. And then I remember winning twenty quid on a on a machine which I probably wasn't supposed to be playing, and that's about it. That's the Isle of Wight. <laughs> Yeah, fuck that. Um, if I was this listener, I'd just be honest, man. Just go back and say that I want to go out and travel for a little bit longer. Um, see where life leads me. I think you should enjoy being home. I think, like, obviously, it's nice to be away in that. And then I'm, I'm sure your family understand. If you've been away already, then they know you're not you're not going to stay. But I think yeah. you should enjoy the, like, the time that they get to see you. I think you should act like you're happy to be there i think you will be as well like you'll be happy to see your family and you'll be happy to see friends and that that haven't moved out of the isle of Wight. um the thought of it portsmouth's when you're not a bad place either ha- uh what portsmouth itself yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. it's a fr- it's a short ferry it's not even you know what i mean but like 40 minutes yeah that's what i mean so you could go like elsewhere in the uk as well and spend some time around the uk mm-hmm. um I do think it's uh, something when it, it's it's like when you're on holiday and you're like, oh, I don't want to go home yet. You're that's the feeling the listeners having. I think when you're actually back there, it's not going to be as bad as you as you think it's going to be. No, it's always the nice work to be, be home, shit. even if it is boring. Seasonal work is crap, Seasonal especially you don't know what he's been doing. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, I when I first went over to is it the first or second time? The first time I went over to Canada, there was a guy who was from Dunstable, funny enough, that okay. Jim was friends with. And um, when I went back over the second time, I was like, oh, where is he? And he's like, oh, he's had to go home because over there you get, like, say, like a sponsor from the where you work. Yeah. 
and he was a chef and they kept like yeah yeah it's fine we'll sponsor you and they never did so he had to do the same he had to come home for three months he had to give up his flat he had to sell all of his shit because he had nowhere to put it he went back home and then he came back over and he stayed with jim's parents while he got himself back on his feet jesus man yeah yeah so it's a real fucking hot like headache to to but yeah i mean that's what the countries require over here you don't yeah i mean well you you could you could be doing you get given a house you get given all kinds of bullshit I watched yeah. a documentary of this Romanian fella who's claiming welfare benefits for his eight kids that are living in Romania. <laughs> and he's here by himself in a house with about 20 other blokes. Just uh, collecting scrap metal on the weekends. And he's I claiming feel bad. benefit for eight kids. I feel bad for someone, though, with like uh, I watched um, that Slum Landlords and they go into the properties that are... They've halved rooms, so... And they charge people so much money to stay in this little tiny little room, yeah, taking advantage of them. Yeah. But then I think to myself, well, welcome to England because we're as that shit hole as well. <laughs> the thing is that they get away with it. There's like until they're eventually stopped. There's like they have sometimes they've got like twenty, thirty people living in one house. Yeah, I know, and I think to myself, I wonder how many I can fit in mine. Yeah. Just like money. give them the downstairs or something, or the upstairs or something. Yeah, yeah, they're like I love it when they put in like fake walls and it's like half through the window, and you could see it from the outside. There's like a half room. <laughs> um, yeah, I think like I said, your your family's gonna know. I mean, if you, I don't know how long you've been away, so like you're worrying about telling them, but they're probably already. You just got to say to them, you're like, oh, you know, I'm only back for the visa. I'm gonna find some work and stuff like that, and then just enjoy the time with them. That's all they want. They just want to see you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so um, don't put too much stress on it, and just uh, enjoy the shitey weather in England and the terrible pay, and then get the fuck out again. <laughs> yeah, just uh, yeah, just think. <laughs> I would think of the seasonal work literally as putting money aside to go back away, to go back up, get back away somewhere else. Yeah. And to pay for the ferry to get off the Isle of Wight. Seriously, man, there's nothing there. Nothing there. <laughs> as soon as I read that, I was like, oh, man, that's rough. I remember dating a girl and her grand- her, her, her grandparents lived there mm. and driving in the car all the way down there to go see these people that are old as fuck. One of those proper houses that like hasn't changed time and they've got like a gazebo thing at the... Not a gazebo conservatory conservatory yeah and they sit in there and listen to the fucking rain oh, man. it's like oh. and I'm just sitting there like where's the TV please put the TV on someone say put the TV on <laughs> so you can distract yourself somehow yeah so I'm not bored because that's before like people don't realise because obviously I'm, I'm, I'm not that old but phones were rare back then so I couldn't even sit on like fucking play a TikTok. game on my phone or yeah. sit on TikTok, yeah. I literally had to sit there and interact with these people. That's that's what it's like in Isle of Wight. So I feel for you, man. It's like going back but, 300 years, Dan. It's it like going is, back yeah. 300 years. But um, enjoy it, and then hopefully you get back out there and enjoy yourself out there. So safe travels, man. Let's see. As always, sound advice, guys. 
I see Jamie's away. He looks like he's having a great time, and I'm looking forward to some good holiday stories. You didn't really have any holiday stories this time, did you? Not really. Only we the flights. We gone that long. It was only doing the six days. Yeah, you moaned about the flight. I think that was about it. Yeah, it, like it was lovely. Other than the flight, it was uh, nothing really to report. It was good food. It had like I didn't have to eat at the all-inclusive buffet. There was like seven restaurants in the hotel, so I just had different three-course meal every night. Can't argue with it. Fucking, you got a bag of salt there or something? Just grabbing hands of it and just rubbing it my eyes. <laughs> I can't wait to go to Prague. I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, you know, I stayed here and then I ate all this food and I didn't have to worry about it. And the weather seemed alright, and then I'm just going to just keep rubbing it in, Jamie. Be ready. You should go away more, Dan, then you won't be so salty about me If I had away. more money, I would go away, Jamie, <laughs> wouldn't I? But I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was away this year and caught an awful bug when I was in the hotel, and I've been trying to fight to get the money back from it since. Anyway, I'm looking for some advice for my latest fiasco I've caused at work. Oh, you like this one, Jamie. I gossiped with some people for a while. I then felt bad on the person at the root of the humor of the rumor, sorry. And I thought because it's common knowledge, I decided to tell him that people were saying this about him. He asked where I got it from and I said I couldn't say because I didn't want to admit that I was part of the gossip myself. I've really dug myself a hole and not sure how to get out of it. Please help. Jamie loves to gossip at work, don't you, Jamie? I do like a good gossip. Um... <laughs> My advice is wait it out, wait it out. Like a couple of in a couple of weeks' time, there'll be something new on the agenda, and no one's going to remember. So, unless it's something or... damning, then well, that, yeah. unless it's something damning, then I wouldn't worry about it too much. Like there's been times where. I've said something to the wrong person. It's got round and I've just had to wait it out because I know that in a week or so time, someone else is going to pull some bullshit that's going to cover up every mistake I've made. (laughs) Or join in with that person and make a new rumor at somewhere else to make him feel included. Yeah, possibly, possibly. Or make a person up. That's what you could do. He's like, oh, I heard it from Jimmy down the on the other side of the line. They'll be like, well, who? I was like, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, he's got he's got one eye and he's a he's got a lisp. And they're like, what? I've never seen anyone like that. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. He's on nights. He's on nights. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie just likes to dig himself a bigger hole. Lie, lie to the end of the earth. Lie to the end of the earth. Yeah. Sometimes you just keep going, keep going. Deny, the, the deny, main... deny. The main thing here is that when you're gossiping, leave emotions out of it because you shouldn't feel bad for that person. I yeah. love a good fucking yeah. I, don't, you I, I told you, there. I told you about the one that um, there's this uh, the Polish guy. He had some people from work round, and they got him absolutely smashed. And then when he passed out, they they like tag teamed his misses. No, I didn't hear about. That. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it made me feel really uncomfortable because I was like. So this guy and like his missus is there. Oh, yeah, and they had a few people around, yeah, and they, they just kept giving him vodka. Mm. And then he passed out on the sofa and they just basically, two of them went at his missus in, in the room where like the guy was passed out. No. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it now. And then man. like everyone at work knew. 
I don't. I like I said, it, it, it could be a complete rumor, and I have no idea if it because they're still together now. And the rumor was like three, four years ago, but everyone knew about it. Everyone knew. Mate, I'd be. I'd have to leave work. I'd leave work. Leave her. I'd leave everything. Yeah. Oh, it made me like. I felt so bad because I don't like stuff like that. Mm. Like I'm um, like I said to you, I don't like to share. So the thought of someone. Have, no, I can't. No. So when I look over and I just looked at him and like so I could see them holding hands on their break, and I'm just like, "You dirty bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> you just go over and spit with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, "How could you do it to him?" Because he's actually a really nice guy. And then people are like, "Oh yeah, but um, yeah, East Europeans they're like that, don't they? They don't give a fuck." I'm like, "I'm pretty sure he'd give a fuck if he woke up and he saw his missus getting spit roasted." Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, just because his mates don't care about it, I'm pretty sure he fucking well does. There's it was one of the, the worst fucking situations in my life when I had obviously like caused that controversy when I, me and Charlotte first got together, and uh, I had cheated on the girl with someone in the shop, and I was best friends with her brother <laughs> and it was just a, such a shit show and i just remember walking into work like thinking how the fuck am i gonna get through this shift every day right up until it eventually like fucking resolved itself and i was just like i loved that day because i didn't go because i i can't what happened and um the guy we were really good friends with i can't remember his name i think it was mark he come into the bakery and he was like dude you never guess what happened and i was like what and he was like I had to spend the whole night pretending Jamie was in the toilet trying to stop his uh, gar- uh, his fella's missus <laughs> going in there because he thought she, that Jamie was being sick and he was in the car park banging shots. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no way. I was like, you didn't fucking like that one anyway. He's like, yeah, but I, I was trying to help out and I had to keep stopping her from charging in to make sure he wasn't dying. <laughs> Horrific human being, I am. Absolute <laughs> bastard. Fucking well funny. Um When you're young, that's what I put it down to. Yeah. But um yeah, that's the thing with rumours, right? You don't know if they're true. And like to be fair, like if someone had a rumour about me, I'd rather not know about it. Mm. I don't care if you felt bad about it being about me or anything like that, I just don't want to know. What they don't know don't hurt them. Yeah, definitely. I think there's a lot of rumours. There's probably been lots of rumours said about you. Lots of rumours go around. Especially places like factories and that. Rumours is the commodity. Yeah, it's like, boredom, isn't it? They just make it out of boredom. Yeah. I go around to certain people that I know are gossips just to pick up gossip. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I miss the guy in the mornings that I used to give a lift to at work because he used to give me all the stuff from the office. Mm. I used to know who was sleeping with who and so now I don't get any of it. So, um, nah, I think, yeah, I think Jamie's right. If if you keep like trying to patch it over and stuff like that, you're just going to end up unraveling the whole thing. Yeah. You keep so highlighting just, it, I think. Yeah. It will bite you in the arse. Yeah. So just ignore it. Pretend that you never said anything. And, uh, like I said, keep the emotions out of gossip. Don't feel bad about that person. Cause they don't know what you feel bad for them for. They don't know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the fucking problem um oh, oh lucky i noticed i skipped over an email there i thought we'd we'd get through them quickly right so this one says 
Cheers for the advice on 76. I'm sure to keep it in mind before any decisions. That was about the threesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, In other news, I've been gaming for many years now and my gaming group has dwindled to just two guys after people being married off and have kids. It's still really my hobby and my partner hates it with a passion. Can you guys recommend any ways or means to meet the other gamers and or... Can I get my partner interested when she clearly isn't? Thank you. Getting partners interested is hard. I wouldn't either. Yeah. I had that um, a few before my last one. It was one before my last one. She wasn't interested in games and I managed to get her into it. And it was the worst fucking thing I'd ever done because she used to then come round mine and she would be like, oh, I've got to go on the Xbox uh, at 7 o'clock to talk to some guy because he needs help getting this achievement. And then I'd sit in my own fucking room while she's flirting with some fucking guy on Xbox and I'm sitting there watching her play it. Fuck it, yeah. It was awful. One of the worst things I ever fucking did. She actually, one of her kids is named after a computer game character. And it was you that created that. (laughs) Yeah, I I was the one that that started that, yeah. <laughs> so it was one. Of, it was awful. Fucking trying to get to sleep at like one o'clock in the morning, and she's still talking to all these fucking guys, mate, from, from around the world. Oh, it was awful. So I, I wouldn't recommend it, not at all. There's been a few times me and Charlotte have played together, but Charlotte, like I just think it's it's been imprinted into us growing up that we played it since we were kids. Um, that's why we're so into them and can get like fully lost in games. Where I think mm. girls never bothered when they were younger, so they just haven't got the attention span for it. They don't want it. They're not bothered. Yeah. Obviously, there's a few exceptions, and I don't think it's it's worth forcing on someone. I think um, I don't know. I don't even know where you would find friends online at all. You just send messages when you're in games, right? Like if you're playing, say, like COD, and you're like, "Oh, that guy's really good." You'd send him a message and be like, "Oh, do you want to play together?" You can get forums, Reddit. Um, yeah, Discord. For, if you've got a specific game, like like for you, you'd be able to go on Discord and you would be able to find, like, say your favorite team on that game, and there'd be people that just play on that team, mm. and you'd be able to like jump in and like and send a message, and they'd be like, oh yeah, come play with us, because they're really computer people, unless they're like fucking kids, are really sort of like welcoming. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's only the dickheads you meet on random servers that are, that spoil it for the rest I am for our listeners I am looking for a fifth man for our rec team on 2k so if <laughs> if you're hey, on we European had that servers, last week. <laughs> we had we had that guy last week you have to send me an email yeah I, I will I will um so yeah but I mean you find as well like yeah the partner hates it but does does she have a hobby yeah, that's true. Because some some relationships, like especially with like the female side, they they see their partner as a hobby. So like they they're like, oh, you're sitting on your your game talking to other people, and they're waiting for you to do something interesting with them. Yeah, you know what I mean. So maybe what you should do is try and help them find a hobby that they can sort of occupy themselves with while you're doing the like gaming. I do think as well you do need to time it right as well like there's a lot of girls that I know 
get frustrated with their guys because their guys would spend like five, six hours a day on gaming. Mm. And if you're working and then you're coming home and spending five or six hours on the game, what time do you have for your partner? Yeah. So I think there is a, like I tend to only play on like a Friday night when I'm off the next day. Mm -hmm. And I think keeping that balance is healthy. Otherwise, I do play when Charlotte's out like today when I got home at two o'clock from work. Charlotte wasn't back till half five. I went and did some exercise. And then once I'd exercised, I'd come back in and I played a game for a half an hour, 45 minutes. And then like it drives her mad that I'm finishing it up when she gets in. But <laughs> I'm not playing it like the entire time. Do you know what I mean, I don't like playing games in front of people as well. I think it's strange. It's like being on. Yeah. I think it's like being on the phone in front of someone. Like if you're on the phone, mm. any normal person would pick the phone up and then leave the room and be like having their conversation outside of the room. But yeah. no, psychopaths sit there on the phone in front of you, and I think that's what people do when they game in front of a partner. Mm. I think it's really strange really strange thing to do yeah it's all a balancing act like we said before like for people's habits when you move in you've all got to like compromise and things like that yeah definitely so um but yeah you just got to send messages and yeah with your partner you just got to try and help them um find something to do while you're doing that Mm. i think that's probably that's what i would do i'd be like well why is she annoyed at me playing this what's she doing while i'm playing and if she's just sitting there watching telly or she's not doing anything, maybe she needs some some ideas. Yeah, definitely, yeah. That could be an avenue to go down. Yeah, but I, I would try and stay away from her joining in. The most I would ever do is um, I like board games and things. So, like, um, on the computer you get, like, um, Tabletop Simulator, which is, like, board games on your computer. Right. And I would do something like that. So you're sort of interacting well with like the technology and that. And she sort of, if she enjoys it, then she won't feel as annoyed with you doing it on the Xbox. But even then, do you really want her in your hobby? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I've, I've played Tekken and that was Charlotte. She broke my controller. Yeah. So <laughs> like I love doing the arcades with Sabina and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't want to play Tekken at home. Because you're not getting your your break or your relaxation, then are you? You're just exactly like still... today. It sounds really geeky, but I was playing Ark and I was just like making fucking houses for my dinosaurs. Yeah, <laughs> 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 which is so dull. But it's just like therapeutic switching off after I've like my knee was hurting because I just did a workout and I was just like turning my brain off for a minute. Mm-hmm. Where if I was had someone else to be interacting with, then it would be a lot different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So um, try those few things, see how it goes, um, and let us know. See if you can if you can come up with something. If she really really hates it, then you're just going to do it in secret, like a dirt, dirty little secret, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> like you're up to no good. Um, so Zina says I went with booking Venice. Thank you so much. I'm doing a surpriser this weekend. We're doing uh, bowling and a dinner date night next week. So I'm going to surprise her then with some flowers and a card saying the holiday details. Not laminated, unfortunately, for you, Jamie. No, he said said not laminated. No, not laminated. (laughs) I was like, I think I'm more frustrated by that than Jamie will be. (laughs) That was like like one of my favourite conversations we've had in a long time, where you laminating 
the card. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for your both. Uh, thank you to you both for your comments. Do you have any daily personal hang-ups like I have, and have been helped with that the listeners don't already know about? You already. Oh, personal hang-ups. Daily personal hang-ups. Yeah, because he, what was his, like, the... Wasn't he going on holiday? Yeah, he wanted to take his shirt conscious. off. And, yeah. yeah. You're, you're very much like that, isn't it, I'm body con- I'm definitely body conscious. I'm overweight, so I'm body conscious. I think I think that's pretty well documented on the podcast, though. Yeah. Um, I, I do have this enormous sense of... Uh, like, I don't know, I would probably say it's like a, an anxiety thing that I never had previously. I would say that's probably a daily hang up. Like, I, uh, I find it harder and harder sometimes to do things that I wouldn't normally do. Like, if I was to go to a shop that I wouldn't know what the shop's like and not been there before, it would mm-hmm. take me ages to just hype myself up to go and do it. Shit like mm-hmm. that. And really, yeah, it, it sounds ridiculous, but I've never been like that in my life. And then sometimes it happens. Mm. Yeah, no, I I get that. The the unknown. Yeah, I'm the, like I, when I uh, first started going to Perth, and I had to go in a different ASDA, and it was laid out different. It felt like a different fucking world. I was freaking out because I didn't know anything <laughs> was. <laughs> and I was like, sometimes I'd message Sabina and she'd be like, what are you doing? I'd be like, what am I doing? I was like, I'm fucking lost in Asda for the last 10 minutes trying to find a pack of ham. That's what I'm doing. I know where I'm going. <laughs> Just walking up and down like a fucking migrant. Freaking out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So no, I get that. <laughs> One of my I've always struggled with is I don't like... It It worries me about looking stupid in front of people. Mm. So like, that's what puts me off like trying to do stand-up and stuff like that. Like anything like doing when i was younger and we would have like game nights and they'd want to do charades charades scares the fuck out of me i oh, really like if anyone brought that up i would try and find a way out of the room to to like and that's like stand up right like i want to do it but the thought of standing up and everyone staring at me and me making a fool of myself scares the absolute living shit out of me yeah would do me as well yeah and yeah. that's in every sense like sometimes at work when they want me to do something new and I know someone there people are looking at me and I might make a mistake or like going to the gym and I might drop something or I might do an exercise wrong Mm. and people will think like oh that guy's stupid it's easier for me to not do any of it and not get noticed than to make a mistake yeah yeah to avoid the situation altogether yeah yeah one thing I realise I do have about myself as well is like I've mentioned this before on the podcast as well is that the thought of smelling like having bad body odour or something like that is just, is like an obsessive thing with me. Like I'm finding myself spraying myself like all the time, and it's like fucking mental. When I <laughs> when I think about it, I'm going through so much shower gel, so much deodorants and all that, and it's because I'm obsessed with it. But it's been a thing wild, since man. I was like 13 years old. I've always done it. You need to get wild. That stuff lasts for fucking ages. The stuff I got lasts for ages. I, I smell fine. When when I, sh- I say to Charlotte, if I've not got anything on me, I'm like, I'm like smell me. 
And she's like, no, I'm not going to smell you. I'll be like, smell me now. <laughs> and she's, yeah, sometimes when you come up here and you're like, Dan, have you got any deodorant? Have you got any? I'm like, yeah. Like, like you do it all the time. Yeah, so it's um, like, see, with the acting stupid thing, it's like purely on my own. Like when I'm with like you or Jim or Sabina and stuff like that, I'm not, I don't think about it as much. Yeah. Because you're like, you're, cause really I'm just playing up for you three. I'm not, mm. I don't think about the rest of the room, but like when you're on your own, I'm just like that. Nah. Oh, fucking shreds, man. Seriously, that's the worst fucking. <laughs> I didn't realise that. Honestly, that, that, uh, that gave me nightmares. Yeah. Because it's like, it's that you're trying to, there's so much in that one situational game for me. There's patience, which I don't have. And then there's you trying to understand. So when someone can't understand what I'm getting coming across, that drives me mad as well. And then there's the being stupid. So I've got to stand up in front of you. I'm not allowed to say anything. I've just got to use hand directions. People aren't getting it. I'm looking stupid. I'm getting more frustrated. My face is like red raw because mm. I'm so like flustered. And then I just give up. I'm like, I can't handle it. I'm, like, my, I'm literally about to shit my pants with like anger. I just have to give up. I can't do it. I remember um, a Christmas at my dad's because um, obviously he doesn't have much family. So it was mostly like his wife, uh, his wife's family. Yeah. I didn't really know them. And they were like, oh, come on, we're going to play some some group games. And I sat in the kitchen. He actually had a go at me and made me feel like shit because I didn't want to join in. And oh, I really? sat there and ate, and ate fucking pretzels at the, at the table in the other room on my own for like three hours. Fuck I didn't want to get joined in. And everyone's like laughing and having a good time. And I'm just like, I can't do it. I just can't do it. Yeah, it shows how deep-rooted it is. It shows that we need yeah, as much yeah. therapy as the for people that are writing into us, man. Yeah. Like, so I mean, like, I listen to the comedians, Joe Rogan, that, and they're like, you need to just do it. And, like, you learn so much from not, but I just can't, no matter how much I want to do it, like, I just, I can't have that thought of, like, bombing. It just fucking, it will kill me. Yeah, like, Joe Rogan, it was discussing in the episode I listened to today with Jimmy Carr. He was uh, talking about um, that he used to be painfully shy when he was a teenager. Yeah. And he would like be scared to go up to like a bank teller in a in a bank and speak to them and discuss what he wants and stuff like that. And now he's like interviewing like some of the most powerful people in the world and shit like that. And he wouldn't think it's the same person that couldn't speak to people when he was like sixteen. Yeah, but he got through that through doing like jujitsu and learning how to do stand up and stuff like that. But then he went that way, but some people never get out of that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think, like, as the podcast gets bigger and, like, if the people want to see us and, like, we get forced, not forced into, but I get we get that push into having to be in front, like, I'll get better. Hmm. But, like, sometimes I think to myself, I need to go do it to, like, promote the podcast. And then I think to myself, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> no, it's not happening. No, nah, not without Jamie at least, you know what I mean? Like fucking, <laughs> no way. So um so you'll have to wait for uh, our stand up um or even releases. just a podcast day show, live show or something. See, I mean like cuz I could go to like London next like we're going to go to the podcast convention next year, the proper one. Mm. And I could meet people and I'd be quite happy and content and like having a laugh and all that sort of stuff. But at the minute that's as much as I want to fucking 
as much. Yeah, I, mean, I think it. I think we just have to go roll with the punches and see where it goes. And, yeah, exactly. And uh, our confidence will grow as as the podcast does. I think. Yeah, like if we got an email from someone at a club and was like, oh, "I would love you to come down," and I'd be like, "I'm not going to say no," mm. but I ain't going to fucking go running looking for myself. You know what I mean? I stab myself in the foot. Um, but hopefully, yeah, there you go. There's a little insight into. I just feel like this is all ammo. I feel like if if, if my enemy's listening right now, they're just knowing all of my. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna end up leaving the house, and there's gonna be a group of people out the back waiting to play charades or something. Yeah, throwing pretzels at you. I don't mind the pretzels. I'll take them. I was eating pretzels that are peanut butter in. They were pretty good. <laughs> I don't hold any grudges against the food. Um, Sissiness says, The cheese story was insane. I, I gave something similar. See what you both think. I'm a 23-year-old guy living at home with my mum and dad. Life has been pretty basic up till now. I work in the local shop and go out for a laugh with my friends at the weekends. I have this regular at work. He's a divorced guy in his 40s and he has told me about losing his wife and kids and how it's going in his life and we gain quite a nice relationship from listening to each other's ramblings in the last year or so. Well, so I thought. I went down to the pub last month with some friends and we were involved in a pub quiz. We had we had a three, but we needed a fourth, so we shouted over the older guy from the bar to give us a hand. That wasn't the other hand he gave me. <laughs> He rubbed my leg throughout the whole quiz and gestured towards the door a few times and it became weirder and weirder the more we drank. It was like I was like a deer in f- frozen in the headlights of an oncoming car. Eventually, my good friends saw I was uncomfortable and noticed what was happening and moved the guy to his other side and the rest of the night seemed okay. The guy had finished the quiz and went back to hanging over with his boozing buzzy- buddies. As the last orders came in, I ran to the bathroom for a quick pee and in walks the guy being very apologetic, saying that he had the wrong end of the stick and I said not to worry about it. As I finished up, he grabbed my ass as I was washing my hands and I decked him. I'm now barred from my local, (laughs) (laughs) but was I not correct in what I did? Safe to say he hasn't come near me since and never pressed charges. There you go, boys. Lesson learned. Don't be nice to customers. I fucking too right you fucking decked him. That's assault, man. Uh, mate, wait, wait a second. So, <laughs> so the cheese story is technically assault as well, but he, he let that finish. Yeah, at, and he, yeah, and because he was like, "Did I enjoy it?" stuff like that. So that's why I didn't scream assault in that one because it wasn't like he was asking this one is most definitely assault because you didn't want it and he came in to apologise and still grabbed you after that? Yeah, if this guy almost got raped. Almost got yeah. raped. Like, if that was me, I would have, like, it wouldn't have just been one punch decked him. It would have been, there would have been a lot more going on. I would have absolutely wild out like a wild animal. I, I would have locked us both <laughs> in the bathroom and gone fucking crazy. But... <laughs> It is a weird situation because you don't want to kind of like out the guy because it's, a, as you said, it's a small town and stuff. But I would go in and see if I could quietly explain it to the landlord of the pub just to get you. The landlord, I bet he knew that like if someone's that fucking ballsy, yeah, it could, the it landlord probably, probably, not probably the already knows time. that the guy's like that. 
No. N- but for some reason, he's got some sort of fucking... Loyalty to him. Like, you're... Yeah, like, you're the young guy, and it's like, oh, we'll just get rid of him. He probably spends a fucking ton of money in that Yeah, pub. that's probably what it is. If he's recently divorced, yeah. he's probably in there all the time. Looking for his yeah. next victim. Why he's like... Re- he's divorced and he's lost his kids and that. Is he like, oh, now I'm going to suck cock? Mate. Mate. There was a, there was a fella well, that worked guys in my easy, place for years, yeah. Had kids. Um, seemed like he was an absolute, like, geezer. He was like a proper geezer, yeah. And then... Oh, yeah. I was out at the, one of the most popular bars in uh, Luton. is called Flame, which is a gay bar. And everyone goes there because it's like you pay 20 quid entry and you just have free drinks all night. So I was in there with like a load of the work lads and my brother and all that stuff. And I turned around, this geezer's it there. He left work about our place probably about two years previous. And he had like, this guy was in his like mid 40s and he had like a 19 year old Armenian boyfriend. I was like, what happened to the wife and kids? He was like, oh, fuck that, fuck that. Yeah, I'm much happier now. <laughs> Men are much easier to deal with. I was just like, mate, what the fuck? Yeah, because if you get into an argument, you can punch the fuck out of him. Then I was yeah, like, I mean, nine. I was like, is he actually 19 or is this guy nonsense? And it just got into a whole like weird situation where I was like trying to then avoid him because he kept going to me. Oh, the sex is brilliant. And I was just thinking, this is so cringe. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but anuses don't self-lubricate, oh, mate, mate. So that's no thank. It's more money, isn't it? <laughs> well, that money on lube, oh, probably not. But, um, no, I think the listener was definitely right for fucking... That was, if anything, an underreaction. I think I may have reacted at the table when he touched my leg. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah, to let him get away with that for yeah. so long. You're a very patient man. I think if you hadn't have decked him, then the next time you'd gone in there, he would try more than grabbing your ass. Oh yeah, I was. I think with the grab of the ass would have been the beginning. I could be doing it. This is what makes me laugh about these people that have got like fucking nuts the size of watermelons. Like the guy that just randomly jerks off some fella that's visiting a factory, and this guy like in a in a busy pub at a quiz. Surrounded by people that aren't his friends, they're the guy's friends, rubbing him up. Like, how you could have been fucked up by that group of people if they felt like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, those three guys could have stood and waited for him to come out of that bar and just beat the fuck out of oh, him yeah. for it. Yeah, he could have ended up being and that's like, not, absolutely that's... killed over it. Yeah, and that's not a gay, th- that's because. It's assault. You know what I mean? They're not waiting for him because he's gay and they're going to beat him. Cause yeah, there's nothing wrong with this guy. Like if this guy's discovered he's gay, then that's all fair enough. Do you know what I mean? But you don't just yeah. start fucking making moves on young lads that just happen to be nice to you because you're a customer of theirs. Do you know what I mean? That's just... Yeah. That's taking two things too far. Like, you don't... It's That's like me going in and then just assuming... If I was single, me just assuming that some random bloke would be into me. That's fucking insane. I don't assume I know, Jamie. Yeah, but you know. I track yeah. all, all directions it's coming at Just me. Just walking windmilling your dick. <laughs> Dragging it from behind me, Jamie. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> um, but no, it's a shame that obviously that's probably the only pub in your uh, in your mm. village. But um, I would, yeah, I would say like to go back in and explain what happened. It's not right that he 
Because if anything, you could have fucking thrown the police because he fucking grabbing you. Exactly. So you could just, I would just be like, mate, if you don't want me to call the fucking police, let me drink it again. And where's my prize money? Because you quite clearly run the quiz. Yeah, I would be like, give me, give me my money. <laughs> give me my, yeah. where's my money? Where's my money, Brian? <laughs> um, but keep your chin up, man. And yeah, stay away from that fucking guy. If anything, bar him from wherever you're working. Be like, no, you can't. Yeah, I would. Assault. Yeah. Oh yeah, full hell. Take a picture of him, put him up on the wall. Um, I keep after missing that email and having to go back. I keep feeling like, have I got one more? I think this is the last one. I'll double check before we finish, but I think that's it. Um, we love Uncle Joe. Amazing character, as like all of your guests. I have a few quick fire questions. Oh, this is a good one to finish off the episode. Right. If you have, uh, if you have to give up tasting food or orgasms for the rest of your life, what would you do? Oh. Uh, okay. No. I, That's I, not fair because tasting food and orgasms are the same thing. Yeah, well, <laughs> for some people. <laughs> um, I think I'd give up tasting food. Yeah, because food wouldn't taste as good if you couldn't orgasm over exactly, it. Exactly, th- and I think it wouldn't do me any harm not tasting the food wouldn't do me any harm at all no despite well either way either because if you couldn't orgasm over it then it still wouldn't be exciting so you'd probably like chiseled yeah yeah you just you just eat like i feel as though what's the point this sounds terrible to say and the way i'm going to say it's even worse a man just chases the nut his entire life (laughs) that's all men drive behind no matter what they say, whether they're quite happy in their life, or whatever, a man is just chasing a nut. That's all he's doing. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. If it doesn't feel good down there, then it's not no. worth doing. No, <laughs> that's why we work. That's why we so we can afford to pay our internet to look at porn. That's why we fucking get into relationships and deal with other people's bullshit. That's why we do anything. For the tingle, win the wingle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you could pack your bags today and go somewhere with no worry of money ever again, where would you go? Oh. I'd possibly. I'd go to America, um, somewhere like Hawaii or somewhere where I'm close enough to America that I can. Um, like go back and forth as much as I wanted but at the same time I can enjoy the fucking beach the whole time see I'd probably go to like Norway Norway that's a strange place strange choice I just I don't know because I'm I don't I'm not like a maybe if you'd asked me 10 years ago I would probably have said America but I just like peace and quiet like if I had no money I'd get a nice house up in the fucking hills of like Norway where there's like no one about it's absolutely fucking beautiful. The food's pretty good. The people are friendly. Mm. You know what I mean? The only thing it's I think fucking about green that hills over in there. my head is just like, is the internet going to be good enough? And is, am I going to be able to order food if I need it? 
<laughs> well, you got no worry about money. I'd get a fucking satellite built in the back of my garden. Yeah, that's true. That's true. My own personal yeah. internet, and then I'd just hire a chef to live in my house with me and be like, "Sorry, mate, no friends for you. You just got." Cooked that is one of the first things I'd do if I became a millionaire: is hire a chef. Got a yeah. personal chef, yeah. You ever watch Yellowstone? Nah, not yet. It's on my list. They've got a chef in that, and he he just makes them. I'm just like, oh, mate, that's fucking that's so good. <laughs> so good are you ready for breakfast yet hell yeah i'm ready for fucking breakfast mate get out on the table um yeah i don't know i don't think i'd go anywhere i think i'd go somewhere quiet and i always love all the um the viking stuff in the norse so when i'm bored i'd like go down and and look at all the ships and the history of that sort of stuff so i think for me i need heat i I would if i was to be living somewhere that isn't where i'm living now it needs to be somewhere nice and warm and all for as many days of the year as possible on the beach, nice views. That's my situation. Nah. I'd much rather it be like fucking 10 inches of snow outside with a massive fucking fire. fire. Mm. Yeah. A fucking a drink just chilling out on a fucking rug. That's like those gay like couples laying on a fucking bearskin <laughs> run, but I'm on my own. <laughs> feeling the fucking bear's hair around my nuts just laying there naked on the floor <laughs> um, and lastly if you had to fight someone to the death for 10 million would you accept the challenge yes yeah million percent yeah. I, th- I thought he was going to say who would you fight and I was about to say Jamie you'd fight me to death <laughs> you bastard for 10 million and then I'd give I'll give Charlotte one. No, yeah, I'm fine. Do you remember you uh, <laughs> said the you were sitting next to Gandhi's fucking uh, wife on the plane? Oh, I'd yeah. find her and beat her, beat her to death. <laughs> just yeah, so just two punches. You could pick anyone. If you were to pick anyone, I'd pick like a five-year-old kid. Well, you'd kill a kid <laughs> for ten million. If if they if I could get away with it, yeah. <laughs> Nah, I'd find like, like a non- frail. I'd find like yeah, a yeah, monster saint. Like I would find like some kind of paedophile that deserves it and just absolutely kill him. Oh, that what's that fella that killed the two girls? Hartley or something? Yeah, Ian, his name? Ian Bray. Is it Ian? Bra- no, Ian Hartley. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I go for him. I don't like his face, and I don't like what mm. he did. That'd be an easy one. Um, yeah, ten million. That sort. Of, I, I, I'm not. I, you know, I mean, I've not got expensive taste. Ten million would do the rest of my life. Die. I have ten million. I mean, either way, I don't have to go back to work I won't tomorrow. Get, I won't get beaten in the fight. <laughs> yeah, but you got to remember that the other person wants ten million as well. Well, I feel as though if, what the deal would be is I fight for ten million, they fight for freedom from prison. <laughs> so ultimately, you just come off yeah. better either way. But then you got to remember if they're in prison, man, they're like they're eating three meals a day, they're working out nothing. Oh mate, else. I'll be taking steroids. There's no steroid clause in it. I'd be fucking <laughs> pumping myself full of testosterone and fucking going in there like a wildebeest, <laughs> wailing on them. <laughs> yeah, no. I would just I would just cheat and bring a knife in my pocket. <laughs> if if we're going down there's no there's no rules. This this listener didn't come up with the full facts. I would bite their fucking nose off. <laughs> right, yeah. So to sum that show up, um, me and Dan would almost do anything for a, a little bit of a ten mil. 
Um, even fight each other, according to Dan. Um, 10 mils high. I'd fight Jamie for £10. What, to the death? Well, not to the death. <laughs> just just to, you know, badly maimed. I know you've got a weak leg now as well. See, this is all because, this is all due to the works. <laughs> the works has brought this on. <laughs> I don't know, there's been a lot of salt. There has today, been a lot of salt in us today, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, as always, guys, if you've got any content ideas, questions, or feedback for the show, send it into two men no hope at gmail dot com. Um, and be sure to listen out to the next movie. Me and Dan will be picking for each other. We'll probably be letting you guys know in the next episode. Yeah, definitely. Which will be recorded before I go on holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. What am I thinking? Uh, go to our social media and follow. And on Spotify, hit that follow. Leave them stars if you made it this far, which I'm sure you did. <laughs> I was going to mention Halloween, but it'd be too late then because by now we've already recorded it. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I suppose we would have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hate time, time travel. travel.